Congratulations! We have made it to another week, to another episode. We have, I think we've talked about this in a different way. But today we're truly going to dedicate the full episode to talking about this. Before we get on, how's you doing? I am, I've been better. I've been better. Okay. I am uh, in isolation, so I'm going a little bit crazy staying inside my house. But other than that, I'm well. How about you? I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you do. After the day you had today, I don't know if you do. Ah, The day was okay. It was okay. Uh, I don't know. You come to accept that certain stresses or certain like things come with the territory and you stop having to freak out because then you are stressing yourself twice. You stress before the stress comes and then you stress in the moment as well. But I was stressed for you and I was a couple kilometers away and I'm like, I was stressed for you all, not just you because although I wasn't there, I felt like I was experiencing with you all. <laughs> You were literally on the phone for the majority of it. I was literally on the phone for the majority of the day. And I'm like, I don't know if this is helping or this is making it worse. That's true. And I also meant to call and ask to be like, give me the dollar value so that maybe I feel much better. (laughs) (laughs) No, it will not make you feel better. Um, (laughs) Like, not at all? No. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, we're going to have to have this conversation after this conversation. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to Love Isn't with your host, Amanda. <laughs> uh, clearly, there was a pre-conversation to all of this. So hello, Amanda. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, guys. If we have any new listeners, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Yes. This is like our our space where we just like wait vomit our thoughts. Yes, that is very true. But you know what I realized the other day what? that I actually missed having our podcast. I know I was gonna like I feel like we do have conversations, but we always like hold some conversations and be like this because when you are thinking of something the first time. Mm-hmm. I feel like your thoughts are at their best then. When you start rethinking the, the topic all over again, it doesn't come out the same way as it does. So that's why often when we're like, this will be a great topic for the podcast. I'm like, okay, let's not talk about it anymore. Because mm-hmm. when I say it here, when I say it outside of the podcast, when we come back, I'm going to be like, um, yeah, no. We want it to still be authentic. Yeah when it actually happens, which is one of the things that we do here at Love Isn't. We don't even edit our episodes. We just, and then we post them as they are. They will have mistakes. They will have all of these things that are imperfect, but we're okay with that because we're not striving for perfection. We are striving to be real, and this is a glimpse into our world in a way that doesn't have to be presented to look pretty. 
we do a lot of performing in so many aspects of our lives everywhere everywhere that sometimes we just like take everything like and peel the layers and just let it be so i had that thought cross my head yesterday when at this point i think people have figured out what i do right so i can just say it <laughs> when one of my clients said well I'm sure life continues for people like you. You always look put together. And I was like, mm. I'm a mess. You know, I was still kidding. <laughs> I was like, ah. And then I was reflecting on it today to be like, was that my moment to be like, I'm not here to compare scars. However, just because things look a certain way doesn't mean they are. Mm. Right? And obviously, in that space, it is my role is to hold space. It's not actually to take up the airtime. So I tend not to say out my thoughts about my own personal stuff. I may talk about how to normalize experiences and how everyone else might be going through the same things and how to be nice and gentle too with yourself. But it's not like, yo, you see me wearing a coherent outfit and you think it was easy. I literally had to think, what am I going to put on? Lord, wow, is this day going to even look like? So I'm surprised that like when someone else looks at me, they're like, oh, this is like someone that's put together. Because it wasn't. It really wasn't. It was truly the most random thing. And sometimes I even have conversations of like, do these shoes make sense right now? And then... <laughs> I go with it. I go. I just with think it. that it's easy for us to look at other people, like, and the, it's. I, I, I. This is a thought that I've literally been thinking for the past three weeks, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, I'm gonna stop minimizing my greatness. Mm. I'm gonna stop apologizing because I think I've I've done that also on the podcast where I apologize to people for making them feel some type of way, but. At a certain point, it is not my responsibility. When it comes to a point where it's not my responsibility, how you receive me. That so, is true. And also, like, when you're looking at other people and you're thinking, oh, this person is... I'm not saying that when you see somebody who's all dressed up, their life is in shambles, but also don't sit there and be like, their life is great, mine sucks. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're going through and what you fix whatever you are going through. Focus on yourself. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing that we do, and I think it's it really truly is human nature. And I always give this example that when kids are starting to walk, when they fall or trip, they look to the parents. Mm-hmm. When the parents have the, <gasps> the gasp thingy, yeah. then they're like, okay, I guess my reaction wasn't right. <laughs> Let me see what else I can do. Mm-hmm. So we're always socially referencing mm-hmm. from a, from the beginning. So whenever we think about where I am, I always look at it, where is someone else? Mm-hmm. In that comparison to someone we, else, always, where do I stand? Yeah. We always compare our happiness. Everything that's happening, we're like, mm-hmm. I'm happy, but that person looks happy. You don't know. Or what looks happened. happier. Yeah. The grass is always greener on the other side. Right. You're like, and now I'm like, now I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm focusing on me. Of course, it's gonna come. It's not something that is like, oh, I'm focusing on me. I'm I'm putting blinders to everything else because 
other people's lives. I don't live in a bubble. They're still there, right? But I think it's important to just be like, this is what greatness is to me. Don't look at what other people... That, if your grass is green and the green is light green, that's your green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other, somebody else like a dark green, that's their green. I think the biggest thing is we make the fundamental attribution error. And if someone looks this up and I got it wrong, hey, I'm human. And the gist of it is about when something good happens to you, it's because of your luck. Mm. When something bad happens to me, it's because of me. So I attribute the good things that happen to you to your luck. Nothing to do with you, your personal characteristics or anything that you could have done or that's within your control. Mm. But when something is bad, it is easily internalized. So we're always looking to like be judgmental towards ourselves. Mm. And that's the critical part where we're not being gentle with ourselves. And that's why we're like, oh, my green is this. It should be this green. Who said your green is wrong? Your journey to get to that green is the greatest journey you've ever been on. And you've overcome so many adversities to get to it. I think that's amazing. It doesn't have to be. It needs to look the same way as someone else. Okay. Someone said this and I thought it was beautiful. Do not compare your someone's 15 years with your day one. Ooh, that is, that is a word. Right? Mm-hmm. You cannot be looking at Beyonce and saying, look at Beyonce today. But Beyonce has put in how many years mm-hmm. to get there? Beyonce has put in like over two decades to get to that point. And you just started singing today. How do you even put yourself in the same page as Beyonce? Mm. Would that be considered imposter syndrome? In No. Because no. imposter syndrome is being in the space, mm-hmm. but always uh, feeling like you don't deserve okay. to be there. Okay. Whereas this is about comparing your journey with someone else's journey, where else they've put in so much. And let's not forget... What you see me posting on Instagram is after I've put in so many toothpicks to make things look a certain way. That is so true. It is not actually the reality. My last post on Instagram has been fire and I don't look like that. (laughs) You had what? (laughs) I put my last three posts on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I post that I put so much time into taking the picture, doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't look like that. I spent like three minutes looking like that. And I was like, take the shoes off. They're uncomfortable. Take the stress off. I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. It's a snapshot of it. It doesn't mean that's how I left the house. <laughs> it doesn't mean that's the how the people that interacted me with me saw me on that particular day. One of my friends asked me, I was like, how come you never look like this? I was like, I am not. I am not on the Instagram, okay? When your friends friends hold you accountable, huh? And I'm like, I can look like this on Instagram. In the real world, that's a different thing. But also in the real world, I'm real, guys. I'm vulnerable, okay? (laughs) 
Okay. We haven't even gotten to the actual topic. <laughs> I think this is a good time to jump right in. Yes, I agree. We we do need to like segue I feel into. Like this will be long. It will be it will be long. So let's. Yeah. So our topic for today is marriage or bondage. Ooh, ma'am! I didn't know you you had. Ooh. <laughs> I knew it was marriage. I didn't know it was bondage. But ooh. <laughs> Do not get your mind in the garden. No, oh, Jesus Christ. They didn't think of it like that. So, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Now exactly. I thought of it like that. Mm. Well, guys, I think we've asked this question and we've asked each other this question. Do we think marriage is... What did you say? The mar- is, do we believe marriage is archaic? Mm. The concept of marriage. Yeah. Is it archaic? Mm-hmm. And you you have conversations with people and you don't even realize and things come up. And so I was explaining to someone that the history of marriage really had nothing to do with love, first of all. Mm-hmm. And really it was about, guys, forgive my readiness, okay? It was rooted in the idea that when women get married, this is their opportunity to be considered people. This is their opportunity to gain something that they couldn't previously get without being married. And marriage really started when it was about how can we merge two empires together and ensure that they will not break into a fight later on or into a war. So if we marry the kids or whoever from each empire together and then they have a child now they are bonded in blood so they would not actually start a war against each other right come the 20th century and those ideas continued but this time it had nothing to do with war it had more to do with financial gain And it had to do with how can we keep our, what do they call it? Our fortune. And how can we ensure we have access to certain fortunes Mm -hmm. that we didn't previously do? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. The other bowling girl, prime example, if you've ever seen it. I'm sure it's still on Netflix. One of my favorite movies, by the way. And... (laughs) It really touches on that beautifully. You marry so that the family that is currently losing money or has lost money increases their wealth. Basic, right? But also what it did for women as the industrial revolution came on was previously women wouldn't be able to open a bank account with their own last names they would only be able to do it as a missus. So by getting married, you were able to do these things. By getting married, you then have access to the fortune that in which you married in for. So one of the requirements of that is you will change your last name so that you are adopted into that space. Mm -hmm. Right? And then comes 2020. (laughs) 
2020 women are able to do so much more and they can attain those things for themselves without having one to get married i am not against marriage let's get that clear not against marriage i think it's a beautiful thing if two people want to commit their lives to each other it's beautiful what i'm not a fan of is the idea that we have to bring certain things that were in place back then for particular purposes into our marriage today mm. without being cognizant of why those things actually exist. Mm -hmm. The first one being changing your last name. I'll start giving a history lesson and Ooh, we can have I wanted to say shout out you, you women studies degree huh <laughs> <laughs> for giving us this <laughs> this beautiful lesson. Mm -hmm. Go on. No, I was still listening. Go on. Well, I was talking. I opened up the floor when it came to changing the last name. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? I think that it is rooted in in the patriarchy. Okay. In fragile masculinity. Mm. <laughs> in in the idea that I, as a woman, I have to lose my identity and morph myself into yours to exist mm. in this in this society, and a lot of most women. I was I was looking. There's a study that says ninety percent of women in 2016, 90 percent of women were still willing to change their last names, mm -hmm. and the the reasons varied from oh, it's going to confuse the children, which is a lie. Um, guys, <laughs> please do not come at me with that story. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like the same way that kids do not get confused by if they trip and you let them be and they get up and they keep going. Mm -hmm. Kids are not gonna get confused if their parents have two last names. And the one that made me like, I was like, that egged me the most was, oh, he said if we don't do it, we're not gonna get married. I was like. Let's not get married. So your last name is important to you to the point where you would rather lose me, yet mm -hmm. you don't expect me to hold mine in the same value. Mm. Like that shows that there is an inequality there. Yeah. That shows that you think you have more value as a person than me. Therefore, mm. I am not viable in society if I didn't have your last name. Also, well, how does having your last name change anything or interactions between each other? Right? Because if you really look at the history, mm -hmm. I was changing a last name so that I would be able to go to the bank and have access to things. It wasn't about changing the dynamics between us. Yes, the only way I could become a Mrs. and not be a Ms. or a Miss was if I was changing my last name. However, I can decide not to change my last name not, and it doesn't take away that I love you and I care for you and I want to build a life with you. But changing my last name, one, is something that I freely choose to do. And this is the basis of all of this. If you choose to change your last name. Go on, girl, we love that for you. 
However, it cannot be a condition of getting married. Mm, it's not. It cannot be a requirement of like for us. It's to not. Married. It can naturally be a requirement of getting married. And the, they, yes, I will change my last name mm-hmm. if, <laughs> if I'm becoming a Smith. Okay. And I, it has nothing to do with like a, a marrying a white person or whatever. But it has to do with if I change a last name, I think something to gain out of it. Mm. It's not. It has nothing to do with your ego. Say your ego cannot be that small that if we go to the airport and they, our last names are different, you feel like you have to say we're married. <laughs> you don't need to explain nothing to anyone. I am okay with a hyphen, but I'm changing my last name because unfortunately the world we live in, there's still a part where because my last name says Sibanda, you are going to give my resume two thoughts before you actually call me. I'm going to change my last name if I become Noreen Alphonses because your last name starts with an A. So I can get cold first to certain things, guys. Like, seriously, that's not a thing. As a kid, I actually was like, I wish my name started with one of those letters that you get cold earlier. Because I'm an S and I'd always get cold last. <laughs> I have said this so many times. And I, it, every time people ask me if I want to change my last name or if I'm willing. I'm always, I always say my father did not have any boys. Therefore, his legacy ends like with Mm -hmm. him right if he if i change my last name my i have two sisters from my father's side also change their last names Mm -hmm. nobody is a movie anymore Mm. so i've always said that i've wanted to maintain his his legacy but which is not which is not true (laughs) i don't care about that as much as i should um but i also don't want to lose myself in a marriage, in a relationship. If I get to the point where I'm like, yes, I I can change my last name to you, great. But it has to be a well-thought-out decision that is not based on this is tradition, this is what I expect you to do, this makes me feel better as a man. There are a lot of other things that I do that make you feel better as a man. Mm. Changing my last name shouldn't be a priority. So do I do I respect you? Do I you know do I do all mm-hmm. these things that you require from me as your partner? But let it not be require they, or would like to have. Would like to have, you know, mm-hmm. you know, English mm-hmm. might. Okay, but it's like you also don't want me losing myself in the process. So I know the devil did not ask for an advocate at oh. all. <laughs> I'm just wondering if we're having this dialogue and saying by changing our last names, we lose ourselves. Are we saying our identity is that minuscule that it gets lost by changing a last name? No, no, no. There's more to it. But also you have been Noreen Sibanda for the past 29 years. All of a sudden you get married tomorrow. You are Noreen whomever. Smith. <laughs> okay, S Smith. You are in Noreen Smith. It's S Smith, guys. It has to start with an A. <laughs> Noreen S Smith. For me personally, I think that it because you know you know me. Everywhere I go, 
I'd be introducing myself. Like Amanda Nube, Amanda and Cube, like everywhere I go. And it does I don't think that it's it's a big deal, but I think that it plays a role in who I am and how I've identified with myself. Okay. Cause yes, there is something to a name, but also there is nothing to a name. And what you're talking about is really guys. I wear the engagement ring, which means for as long as we're engaged, you are going about, the world doesn't know if you're engaged or not. But there is a physical reminder or a symbol for me. When we get married, I change my last name. I am adopted into your family and embrace the values and systems that they have. I carry the children that will have your last name. Mm. Right? And I'm not saying men don't make sacrifices, but I'm just demonstrating here that there's a lot of things and hoops that women are having to do. And back then, it made sense because I hate this question, but I'm using it as an example. When we said, what do you bring to the table? Women would say, I'm willing to lay down and be the carpet below the table. Okay? (laughs) We end there no more. (laughs) We end there no more. The world don't look like that, right? Like, And I'm not saying it has to do with money or finances, but what what are you looking for? You are not looking for a cook. If you want a cook, you know what? You can hire a personal chef. There's people that can cater meals for you. There's meal plans that get delivered right by your door. And all you have to do is put it together. There's takeout. There's Burger King. There's McDonald's. There's so many options, okay? You are not looking for someone to cook for you. So clearly, things that were traditionally deemed, these are the things that make you desirable to be married don't make don't marry anymore the great philosopher that bitch be crazy though <laughs> i'm waiting cardi b <laughs> cardi b because i never could cardi b in my life the great philosopher of the 21st century huh of instagram mm-hmm. okay <laughs> Say she she's not cooking, she's not doing any of these things, but she'd be getting a 20 carat ring, okay? And maybe this is why even the engagement rings have gone so crazy because it's no longer about the symbol or a reminder of our commitment. It is now if you're going to put it on me, it better be something that I'm going to be proud of. <laughs> right? Like it feels like one, we've lost meaning of everything or what it is that we were doing. And mm-hmm. in the process of all of that, we still want to hold on to these traditions that, to me, they don't make sense. I, I think that the, the whole thing of changing last names is still rooted in sexism. Mm-hmm. That... I'm sure within the next couple of years, there are going to be feminists who will be coming out and fighting that. <laughs> okay. And maybe this is going to be a challenge for us. Mm-hmm. 
in 2021, technically, mm -hmm. what is an advantage? What is the purpose? Why would someone change their last name when they get married? To make their significant other happy. And their significant other was not happy prior to marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, like the wedding day, the day you declare that you are, you are officially husband and wife, it doesn't change your relationship, right. right? And the thing is, we have to go past the idea of a wedding day versus a marriage. Mm -hmm. We're not signing up for a wedding day. We're signing up for a marriage. And the marriage isn't going to be contingent on things like that. That seems like a really minor thing. If you, okay, here's where I would understand, and I think it's a different conversation. If you come to me and you say, I am an only child, and yes, we might have kids or we might not have kids. We don't know what God has, us, has for us in store. Babe, I would really like for us to have the same last name because this is something that I haven't gotten to share with anyone else. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to have a dialogue about that. If you're going to come with like your deep voice and you're like, you are taking my last name or we're getting married, keep it moving, sir. I just, I, I think that it has to be a discussion and it shouldn't be rooted on these archaic traditions that no longer apply to us. It shouldn't be because my mother did it for my father. I am not your mother. Mm. It shouldn't be because what would my friends say? You are not married to your friends. You are married to me. Yeah. It shouldn't be about other people or how the world views you. Mm. It should be about you too because your relationship is yours. If we make a decision together that we want to change our last name, because here's the thing. We can hyphen. That means you also take my last name. Mm. Why not? Yeah. There is no law against it. You, I am so radical in this stance to a point where I am even willing for us to adopt a new last name. <laughs> <laughs> Together. That has nothing to do with all of these other things. Right, like if you're gonna bring in to be like, oh, you're going to be a Nube now, or you're going to be a Svanda now, uh uh. We're taking we're taking a new different last name together. We're becoming the A Smiths because we're the first ones to do it. Let's start our own legacy. <laughs> Let's start our own thing that has nothing to do with everyone. <laughs> but also speaking of that, it just it, it it also shows when a when as a wife you have to change your last name. Mm -hmm. shows that your life is about to change. Mm -hmm. and, the men... well, and I cited the ways that women's lives change, right? And that's the part where the title is marriage or bondage. Because as a man, you're, you are comfortable in your being an ex-man. Now, I have to change everything else. And also, it costs money to change your last name. It does, guys. Like, even to call the university to be like, hey, can I get my degree in a different name? Because now... I can't look for jobs with a degree that doesn't match my ID. 
it just becomes a lot of work. It is. So I I started laughing previously because I thought about Queen and Slim, where it oh. was like, let's build our legacy. <laughs> Can I be on the own legacy? That has nothing to do with anyone. That has nothing to do with me adopting your family. But I think like you said, the children are always give you, and also this is also another tradition that the mm-hmm. children always take the father's last name. That part, I'm not going to fight you for it. Right. Yeah, because in as much as I'm very, I'm against a lot of traditions, I understand that when you pay dowry, it's for the kids. It's not for me, right? So mm. obviously you get the kids, your family gets the kids. Mm. Go right ahead. That's still an argument at me. But <laughs> jumping right along. But you, the kids, they can have your last name. But me as an individual, can I stay an individual? Can I stay an individual? I'm still committed to you. Just because I have a different last name doesn't mean I am less committed. Doesn't mean I'm less in this relationship. I'm yeah. still in this relationship. I just don't have the same last name as you. I'm still your wife. Does it does it make me less than your wife because I'm not I don't have the same last name as you? It doesn't. But I think you're highlighting a piece that is very crucial and one of the reasons people cite wanting their wives to change a last name is the idea of the perception. And I think this is where, as a society, we all need to move past that. And I personally would rather use the title of partner than husband I always like that. I always am like, whenever I talk about people that I dated, I'm like, that was my partner. Because <laughs> certain names feel weird to me. Well, and I think it's only recently that uh, people also in the vows started saying husband and wife. It used to be men and wife. Mm. Right, and that in itself, I think, speaks so much mm-hmm. about the thing I was saying at the beginning. Women were not human. Ooh, they were not, because you know what they used to say. Yeah, they would say introducing, mm-hmm. um, so and so, like you are literally one person. Yeah, like John A. Smith. Yeah, you so, become. So you are invisible, technically, like, because... Until... Yeah. Yeah. That was the gist of it. That was the gist of it. And if we are going to do things differently, and we can go into gender roles and all of these things in the marriage, if we're going to do things differently, we need to also start the marriage on the right foot. Mm. That is, we can have discussions about certain things, but they're not coming from that space of it needs to be this way mm. or otherwise we're not getting married. Mm. Just true. I, for one, am the person that's also willing to have a prenup. And I don't think it speaks anything about our love, our commitment, but we're very clear on what it is 
that you brought, what it is that I came with, and what it is that we're going to work on together. Mm. I was I was listening to um a podcast today a couple of days back, and one of the things the lady said was like, in my marriage, I always say divorce is an option. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I want to divorce my husband. It just means that we are rooted in reality. We're I'm not. We are not yeah. like oh. You know, our is our man. At the end of the day, if you're bringing one hundred percent of the money, and the somebody is spending it buying things that you don't need or you seem to have no value for or no need for, you are looking at that person like you are wasting my money. Mm-hmm. So you might say it out loud, you might not, but it always creates um, friction, resentment. Yeah, also friction and resentment. Right? Because you're like, I'm working so hard. So creating a a real space and saying, I value what I have and I value what you have. How can we work together, still respect each other's financial Mm -hmm. backgrounds and all these things, also build together? I think I say this already and I'm going to repeat it. One of the best. And I don't think this person realized what they were saying. The best advices I've ever gotten on marriage was what nothing changes from the time that we were dating to us getting married to now being married. Nothing has changed. And it had me reflecting on why do we put so much value on the once I get married, this will be this way. This is what will happen. It is because we have decided that by getting married, these are the things that are going to be different. Mm. And why does it have to wait until you're married? If you love and care for the person that you're with, you are going to blindly trust that they will hold whatever you guys share secret, right? And I know it's a very difficult thing. I have struggled with it myself. There's certain things that I was like, oh, I'm going to save this from my husband. I've had to renegotiate that. But also, like, I always have this thought of, when you're saying, I'm going to save this, I'm not going to do this until my husband, how do you expect to know how to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Somehow, the (laughs) the gods of out there, right? Like, it wasn't that the expectation that I'm going to marry a virgin, but she's going to be a great cook and an amazing mother and be able to take care of finances and know how to navigate relationships with difficult people and have a beautiful smile while she does all of this. Sometimes we watch too much Disney, too much movies, to read too many books. But it, it, that, even though, yes, media plays a role in it, but these are messages that continue to be shared, whether through conversations or through judgments about when people do certain things. That's true. Right? So even if you are thinking, I'm, it doesn't matter to me, I'm not doing that, the world around us keeps saying, mm-hmm, so you're not going to wash your man's hands before he eats. 
man, the sink is right there. I, I, when I'm done cooking, you can do dishes. We can share our roles, sir. I also, I was watching, what is that show? Um, Ready to Love? Mm-hmm. And this lady said something that I was like, I agree with it to an extent. Okay. She said, Dennis, Dennis said, <laughs> she was talking about men, but mm-hmm. I think it just applies to people. Yeah. People try who they can. That's true. Mm-hmm. They say, when you get into certain relationships, you look at the person that you are with and you're like, this will not fly. Or you will try it and they'll be like, uh-uh. And then you'll be like, okay. This person does not like this and you try and do other things. So in those relationships that you get into and you are like, wash my hands. And she's like, yes. And then you ask another one and be like, wash my hands. And she'll be like, do what? And then you'll be like, oh, I was joking. I'm going to go wash my hands myself. You know what I mean? But also the other thing is do not give people things that you know you cannot sustain. (laughs) That is a fact. Right? Like, if you are going to be me, I'm going to tell you straight up, and you already know from the get-go that this is what's expected. Okay? Do not expect that it's going to change. Right? There's certain things, obviously, my character may evolve, and maybe I used to like eating uh, cheesecake. Guys, I used to like eating cheesecake. I've since changed to eating so much more crumble than cheesecake, but the point is, they certain things, they certain values that won't change, and we cannot expect them to change. Mm. And we're gonna have to be clear and intentional about communicating this to the next person, because we cannot expect that we're going to give people this beautiful platter, and then once we're in the marriage, we're gonna throw those things out. That is so true. That is so true. It's almost like I'm auditioning and once I get in, I'm fine. I don't have to continue. It's no longer a performance. Remember when we started talking about a performance? Guys, we stay performing, especially as women. We stay performing. No, women be extra. Women will be ranting and ranting about how they are tired of making dinner every night. And they get home with dinner. And then they still make dinner. (laughs) Oh, they're like, oh, my men doesn't eat this so we need to make this no men's we're all eating what we're eating <laughs> this childish childish taste buds are not gonna fly in this house right it's not happening whatever i cooked is what we're eating if you cannot where do we send them <laughs> to mcdonald's <laughs> mcdonald's to burger king you have so many options and guess what i i reflected on this yesterday one thing that we have to begin to shake off is the things that we do don't have to be attached to our identity. Mm. So there is more to us than just the things that we're able to do or the things that we do because the world we live in tends to like make that lovely judgment very quickly. Mm. And I can be who I am and the things that I do can just be just things that I did and this is something that I know for me took a very long time 
where I was very much attached to the things that I do because they said this about me. But things don't have to say anything because it's almost like you were wearing a short dress, therefore you needed to be assaulted. That that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so true, yeah. Right? So the things that we do do not have to be attached to identity. And we can be okay with just saying, I did this, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, I didn't do that. It doesn't have to mean anything. We subscribe certain meaning to things for our own beautiful arrangement to reduce the amount of confusion, cognitive dissonance that we experience. But it doesn't actually help with anything. In fact, it creates more anxiety and it makes it much more difficult for us to authentically live as ourselves because now I have to maintain what I did or who I was or what I thought I did. And then it's like, okay, what, how, how do you continue to make sense of, it's almost like the lie. Like if you say a lie now, you have to continue to maintain the lie. Mm, oh yeah. And that becomes that much harder to do so. You can't, you cannot spend your life performing every single day. No. That is, that is not healthy. So. Are we ending our discussion? Is there a nuance to this discussion that we have? Oh, I also wanted to say, if you see me with a different last name in this case, manja But, like I said... You patriarch like you want. You, you are, here's the thing. You're allowed to change your mind, too. No, right? no, but I'm, no, but I'm just you saying... You're not going to pull files, guys. This is not a Twitter wall. Don't go pull this file and be like, so Amanda Kips you Amanda Sibs. Uh-uh. Like, they were probably, like, listening to the point, you're like, this her? Like, why, why, is she, why is she Amanda something else? <laughs> oh, the best part is, like, be pulling these files and coming to my husband and be like, so she said this, ah, ah. Well, I said, did my marriage is nothing to do with you? Okay? <laughs> no, but, but I think that, I think that it is, for me, it has to be a freedom. Yeah, that it's a is, choice. It's a choice that I make cognizant of the history, mm-hmm. but also why I'm doing it. Right. I'm not just mindlessly doing it. Because like, I know a lot of women could not wait to be, to be wives and change their last name. Like, I know a lot of people that was like, oh, I don't like that. We have different last, last names. I like, I'm like, I love that for you. But why is it so important for you? Mm. But I also realized that one of them, her value as a woman was not, she didn't feel like she was valuable until she was standing right next to a man. Yeah, it's almost like the men. And, it's, it, and I, I think it's because of the society that we live in that, like, she yes. still believes in those archaic views of saying we are not enough until you have a man standing next to you. Mm. Yeah. And which lead, if you don't feel enough standing by yourself, this is when the performance starts coming in. And it is more difficult to maintain it because you never be whole. Yes. You 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 never be enough by yourself, and then that's when people can come and say certain things and control you. That is true. Instead of allowing you to be. So. With that being said. With that being said. What is love? What isn't for you this week? Oh, love isn't what for you this week. That's more proper English. (laughs) 
I was going to say love isn't communicating, but ah. <laughs> we know that's not true. Ah, okay, guys. Um, love isn't changing my last name. Okay. All right. Um, well, well, it was the topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm also going to say that love isn't... Did I say love isn't cooking last time? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, if it's still relevant, it's still relevant. Because love isn't cooking, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm on strike. Oh, okay. Still on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the update. <laughs> for me, love isn't pain. Ooh. And... I love that. And it probably highlights like a previous episode, like you don't have to struggle for love and it isn't something that has to have that level of suffering for mm-hmm. it to be valuable. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that before. We did. Yeah. And then the second piece is a shout out to Amanda Dubé here. She was talking about how love isn't compromising basically is the gist of it. You can have something that feels right, but also at the same time, you know it isn't right for you. Mm. And if you are second guessing it and you're having doubts about it, then it isn't truly yours. Mm. So be willing and ready to let that go because when it's truly yours, none of those doubts will exist. If you love something, let it go. Yeah, like you can love something and be great about it and make all these things, but you know deep down that this isn't the one for me. Mm. It may be the right now, but it's not the right one. Mm. Jazz, jazz. I love that. Anyways, guys, this has been Love Isn't. Whether you is for you. And we encourage you to be selfish. We encourage you to make your own choices. (laughs) Bye. Bye.